Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you ever heard of Dia de Todos os Santos? What about the Morobi show? What about Sassi Pereira Day or the National Day of the Masquerades? Well, these are names of festivals that are celebrated in countries that don't typically recognize or do as much as America does with Halloween. And in fact, some cases actually prohibit the celebration of Halloween, something which, of course, America did not invent. It goes back to the Irish in the 9th century. You had Samhain, which was originally at the end of the harvest season, the beginning of winter, and it was kind of converted over, appropriated by the Catholics. It became All Souls Day and All Saints Day, and then some of the traditions merged over onto the night before for Halloween or All Hallows' Eve. Things like celebrating spirits and ghosts and dressing in costume and trick-or-treating, which back in the day meant asking for ale, I like that tradition better, and carrying jack-o'-lanterns around to provide lighting and identify that you weren't a villain sneaking up on the house. But obviously the United States has been celebrating Halloween for quite some time, probably somewhere since the big immigration wave of the Irish is where it seems to have taken off because they brought with them the Catholicized version of Samhain. But it wasn't really until within the last 30 years or so that Halloween became an international celebration. In the 1990s, Japan, France, Germany, and even Central and Eastern Europe, post-fall of the Soviet Union, became places where Halloween took over. And it's easy to understand, right? You have dressing up in costume, you have begging for candy, you have kids and old folks all having fun together. I mean, it's a party. Who wouldn't want to do Halloween? Well, I'll tell you. Mongolia. In 2018, the Mongolian government banned the celebration of Halloween, which was followed up in 2019 with an explanation that they were concerned that the traditions of nomadic and Buddhist culture were being left behind by the more Americanized Halloween. China does not particularly celebrate or acknowledge Halloween, but they do have but they do have the Zongwan Festival, or Hungry Ghost Festival, on the 15th day of the seventh month of the lunar calendar. That's somewhere around August 15th, so it's a little out of sync with Halloween. But it is a day to worship dead ancestors, to mourn them, to burn paper money as a way of honoring them. You could just pass it to me, that's fine. Many people do believe their ancestors visit them on that day, and there's a lot of candles and lanterns being lit, as you might suspect. Costa Rica does it very differently. On October 31st, they celebrate the National Day of the Masquerades. And this is a cultural tradition that practices the indigenous masks worn by the Baruca tribe before the Spanish conquest in the mid-1500s. And the masks are oversized papier-mâché heads painted with bright colors or to look like anybody you want, including famous soccer players, celebrities, politicians. And as I'm looking at some of the pictures from National Day of the Masquerades, um, it's like a giant Pez dispenser with a more human-esque looking head on it. Yeah, if that sounds creepy, it kind of is. I'm simultaneously impressed by the quality of the art and a little bit weirded out by the way it all looks as if you merged Carnival with a creepy dollhouse menagerie, maybe. Now, Brazil is kind of interesting because they have Dia das Bruxas, or Witches Day, which is a lot like our Halloween, but they also have a thing called Saucy Day. Saucy Pereira is a cultural icon, a mythological creature in Brazilian folklore. He's a one-legged black man who smokes a pipe, wears a magical red cap, which allows him to disappear and reappear wherever he wants, often in the midst of a Tasmanian-like dirt devil. He's considered an annoying prankster, sometimes even more dangerous and malicious in some parts of Brazil. 
He will grant your wishes, but only if you manage to trap him or steal his magic cap. However, stealing the cap comes at a price because supposedly it smells so bad that even after you give it back to him in payment for the wish, you can never wash the smell away from your hands. Now, that's a cool story, right? That's an interesting character. I can see that being the basis of a Disney movie. One-legged Tasmanian devil granting wishes like a genie whose cap stinks so bad that when you touch it, you smell forever? I mean, that's a fascinating story. Now, some people say Saucy Prayer Day is actually a peaceful resistance to Americanized Halloween culture, so they're deliberately trying to provide something that pushes out American Halloween. Then you've got Russia. Now, it's interesting in Russia because Russians, the younger ones anyway, like having another party. I'm with them. But the Russian government and the Orthodox Church looked down on the festivities, and one Russian lawmaker a couple years ago, Vitaly Milanov, said the holiday was linked to the activities of dangerous occult organizations and violated Russian law. And one thing I know is that if a Russian politician says what you're doing violates Russian law, you don't do it, or you leave to do it elsewhere. In Portugal, you've got Dia de Todos os Santos, that is Day of Saints and Martyrs. It's on November 1st, and locals flock to the graveyards all over the place to clean and spruce up their relatives' resting places. According to many people, there's so much bleach used in the cleaning that you can smell it in the air all over the country. Rwanda officially banned Halloween in 2013 because of the belief that it was encouraging people to move away from traditional Rwandan culture. Ghana knows about Halloween, but they don't particularly celebrate it. On the other hand, Ghana has actual, are you ready for this? Witches camps, places for women who have been accused of witchcraft and are shunned by society and forced to live in impoverished conditions, kind of like a leper's colony back in the biblical days. Action Aid, a charity that deals with these things, says that as many as 800 women and 500 children live in these camps, some of them for as long as 40 years with accusations of all kinds of various crimes. Papua New Guinea has the Morobi Show, which is much more of an indigenous dress-up in exotic headdresses and bang drums that you carry and dance around with you. That takes place around the full moon in October. And finally, perhaps my favorite, Australia. You might think that because of its connections to the United Kingdom that Australia would do kind of like they do and celebrate Halloween, but it barely exists in Australia. And there's no particular reason for it. One thought, because their seasons are inverted from ours, they don't have that time of year as the cooling trend. They have that time of year as the spring sort of trend. So there wouldn't be the harvest festival kind of idea or things dying that you have in the Northern Hemisphere. It might also be a holdover from the Victorian era pushback against Halloween, or maybe just an Australian disdain for American cultural dominance, which is kind of a common theme around the world. They don't like that we're taking over very much. So keeping in mind that many places don't celebrate Halloween, celebrate it very differently, or are prohibited from celebrating it, have a great and safe Halloween on Monday. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek.